Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the nine game NBA main slate on Thursday. Before we get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. I'm now making videos for NBA Top Shot as well. If you guys cannot watch these YouTube videos, I also upload an Apple podcast. I have a link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you guys are interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that on patreon.com, an esports package, which includes CSGO and Call of Duty, and then an NBA package as well. And finally, I want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this show. If you are unfamiliar with Prize Picks or this is your first time watching these videos, um, the idea is you're taking over under on fantasy points. So they have eight players up right now. They have a lot more uh, throughout the day tomorrow. So just, again, for example, Kyle Lowry's at 42 fantasy points. Do you like the under? Do you like the over? For me, I kind of like the over there with no Van Fleet and no Pascal Siakam. Again, he's clearly their number one option. And plus, um, you know, the game blew out today too, and he still had 40 fantasy points. So um, I think I kind of like the over there on Lowry. But if you guys want to sign up, you need to go DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You get 100% match up to $100. So if you put a $100 in, you get $200 to play with. Um, but yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump in the video. So apologize for not opening a video uh, today. Um, was, was a travel day for me. Obviously, I'm not in my apartment right now. So, but let's finish. Uh, let's finish off the first half of the NBA season strong before the All Star break. Um, we got a nice nine game slate to talk about. So first, let's take a look at the Vegas odds, and then we can go uh, team by team and talk about the players I'm interested in. Toronto, Boston at two seventeen over under. The Celtics are seven and a half point favorites. Nuggets and Pacers are two twenty two and a half over under. The Nuggets are four point favorites. Bucks, Grizzlies a two thirty five over under. The Bucks are six point favorites, and Kings, Blazers two thirty eight over under. Blazers are five point favorites. So Toronto, Boston. Start off with Toronto. Mentioned Van Fleet liking him for prize picks. Well, I like him a lot for DF for DraftKings too. Uh, played 35 minutes. The game blew out too. Probably would have played closer, close to 40 minutes. He lost about four, four, four or five minutes there at the end. Um, had 40 fancy points. Yeah, again, I really, really like Lowry. Even though the matchup's not the best, I just think he's a safe play um, with upside. So do love Lowry. Uh, Norman Powell should be the number two in the offense with both those guys, plus OG and Anubi out. My one concern with OG or with a uh, Norman Powell is he did shoot 14 of 20 last game. So just be careful. All right, 36 real life points. He won't do a ton of the peripheral stats. And at 7K, he's going to need to have a, a pretty good shooting game again. So I'm not saying he's out of play. Just probably wouldn't expect 14 of 20 shooting. Now, for some reason, I don't know why, Chris Boucher only played 25 minutes the last game. I couldn't believe it. Um, now, he did have 34 fans once in that time. But 6-6, it just, it, they just, the Raptors don't want, seem to want to give him minutes. So just a contrarian tournament play. Bain started at center. He played over 20 minutes. If he starts again, you can use him as a punt play. And then the two Valley guys look to Terrence Davis, DeAndre Bembry. So Terrence Davis started. Only played 21 minutes, though. He shot the ball terribly, 2 of 11. If he starts again, would have some interest. But really, like, all these guys on, on Toronto, like the, uh, the the bench guys, like, all kind of played 15 to 20 minutes. Like, Yuta Watanabe started and played 11 minutes. They used uh, Thomas, Paul Watson, Stanley Johnson. They used a bunch of these guys on the bench. It kind of hurt everyone's upside. Uh, DeAndre Bembry at 3.8K. He did play 27 minutes, but again, still not a super high usage guy. So really my answer for for like who I'm interested in for Toronto be obviously Lowry at the top. Lowry for sure. Powell is the number two guy. Boucher is the you know high-risk, high-reward play. You kind of need the minutes to be there. Baines is an okay value play if he starts. And then a couple viable value plays being Davis and Bembry. Moving on to Boston. Honestly, there's not a ton of love on the Boston side. Tatum, Brown, Kemba, all healthy. All seem priced about right. 
Like, I'm fine if you land on any of these guys, but no priorities. The bigs, kind of the same thing. Don't really trust Brad Stevens. Minutes have been up and down for these guys. You know, Rob Williams, Tristan Thompson, decent point for any guys, right? You know, when Rob Williams gets minutes, like he did last game, he played 22 minutes, 34 fancy points. 22 minutes, 40 fancy points. So you can take a shot at Rob Williams, but also be ready for him to play, like, 12 minutes, right? That's that's definitely possible. Clippers and Washington. Uh, Washington Wizards. So the big news, obviously, is Kawhi Leonard. If Kawhi Leonard is out, I have a hard time getting away from Reggie Jackson and Paul George. Reggie Jackson played 37 minutes that last game with no Kawhi Leonard. He did shoot 10 of 14, so we're probably not going to get that again. But we've seen when there's injuries for the Clippers, Reggie Jackson steps it up because he's a good offensive player. Not the best defender, obviously, but yeah, would like Reggie get him up for value. And then Paul George becomes one of the best spun-ups if there's no Kawhi. Should play, you know, mid to high 30s minutes. He played 39 minutes the last game. So really like Paul George at the top if there's no Kawhi Leonard. If Kawhi Leonard plays, I still like both the two uh, the, the two main guys, but then everyone else would kind of be out of play. Now, Marcus Morris is doubtful too. Not huge news, right? He wasn't playing big minutes. Maybe a couple extra minutes for guys like Batum. Um, he's at 4-2. Again, low usage guy, but I guess he's viable. Um, the center is, again, splitting the minutes. You can take a shot in Ibaka. He's played 27 the last three games. Pat Beverly kind of know what his role is, right? He's a defender. He's going to play 25-ish minutes. This is a higher, you know, over-under game. So I could see uh, taking a shot in him, maybe get one of those games. He has, like, three blocks, three steals. On the Wizards side, really, there's only two players. Westbrook, Beal. I do prefer Westbrook when the close in price just because, again, the reason of he will do more of the peripheral stats. So, Give me Westbrook if you made me pick. Neither a priority, but yeah, I would prefer Westbrook to Beal. Beal's still in play, but a little bit riskier. I'm not going to anything else in Washington. Don't trust the value. Haven't really trusted it all year. Move on to Detroit and New York. So Detroit's pretty interesting here because Jeremy Grant and Josh Jackson both questionable. They're both out. Mentioned on Patreon today that Mason Plumlee has triple-double upside. Sure enough, he went for a triple-double. Um, he's a guy that I would like a good amount there if there's no Grant and there's no Josh Jackson. Sadiq Bay, not so much at 5.9K. He did only play 24 minutes uh, tonight. The guys that do look intriguing are like close to mid-price guys. Normally guys I avoid, but these guys have to play minutes if both those guys are out. So Wayne Ellington, Svima Kyluk, Rodney Magruder. I know. Trust me. I know. You guys probably want to throw up me mentioning these names, but the minutes will be there. Wayne Ellington, 26 minutes. Uh, Svima Kyluk, 37 minutes. Rodney Magruder off the bench played 26 minutes. So I have interest in those guys if there's no Josh Jackson and there's no Jeremy Grant. And then I will mention it's a revenge game for Dennis Smith Jr. He also had a triple-double. Triple-double for Dennis Smith Jr. and Mason Plumley. Never thought I'd see the day where um, those two get a triple-double on the same team in the same game. But, uh, yeah, 27 minutes the last three games. He's starting to, it looks like, get more consistent minutes. Like, earlier on, it was, you know, he would play like 15 minutes and then they would bring in Saban late. But, um, yeah, again, revenge game narrative. He went for a triple-double last game. I think he's still a little bit of a risk, but um, do have some interest in him for tournaments. Moving on to New York. Randall at the top for me, um, just because the minutes, and just because he's playing huge minutes, playing a lot of the backup five, too. So I do like Randall at the top. We got to keep an eye on Derek Rose. He's currently questionable. Also, Alfred Payton doubtful. If Payton misses and Rose plays, I think Rose is a pretty decent option. Again, revenge game narrative. If they're both out, then Emmanuel quickly is the guy for tournaments. Played 29 minutes on the bench. Again, he's just a super aggressive player when he's on the court. So would like quickly there. Um, Frank Nilakina started at point guard, not a super high usage guy. If he starts again, you could use him again. He is shooting guard eligible, but don't expect a big fancy point game uh, from him. And then Noel too, just because minutes, right? With no Taj Gibson, 41, 40, 37 minutes. He's playing huge minutes. Not a guy that has enormous upside, but I think he's a safer play if Taj is out again. Denver and uh, the Indiana Pacers, Jokic at the top, if you can get to him. 
you know, I like Jokic every slate, basically. He has high floor, high ceiling. So, yeah, Jokic in play. Murray, MPJ, more tournament options. Will Barton, Monte Morris, just kind of secondary plays. With no Camposo, PJ Dozier did play a little bit more last game. He played 23 minutes. I think he's a viable punt play um, at 3.4K. Moving on to the Pacers. Honestly, not a ton of love. Sabonis just seems still a little bit pricey. Brogdon seems priced about right. Can we talk about TJ? TJ McConnell. Let this let this kind of soothe in your mind for a little bit. Had nine steals in the first half. He had nine steals in the first half. Ten steal, triple double with steals. No, I'm not chasing TJ McConnell game with Brogdon there. Um. Everything else, Turner, I'm a little bit worried about him getting in foul trouble against Nicole Jokic, so no thank you there. Justin Holiday, nah. McDermott, two line scoring. Not not also, uh, not a ton else I like there. Memphis, Milwaukee. Giannis at the top, good matchup here. Last game was a blowout. The answer is yes, I'm very tilted about that. Um, smash spot, and they were eight-point favorites. Sure enough, they get absolutely destroyed. <laughs> um, if this game stays close, he's going to play 35-plus minutes, and I think he's one of the better spin-ups. Middleton, Drew, no thank you. DiVincenzo, pass. Portis, you can go there in tournaments. Brooke Lopez, low usage guy, should play 25 to 30 minutes. Sure, you can use them as a punt play. Moving on to Memphis. Ja, JV in tournaments. Now, the pricing came up a little bit on both these guys. Still like the upside, right? Ja, 158 last game. Um, he's a guy that the upside is there, but at this price point, I would, I would not label him as a cash game play. Jonas Valanciunas, the same thing. Also, I'm very, very upset so the people that played him two games ago, I feel for you. I play him against Washington at low ownership, three fouls in the first half. If he didn't get those fouls early in the first half, he would have gone for 50 fancy points in that game because he crushed the second half. So that was so, so frustrating. As long as he stays out of foul trouble, I'm expecting 30 to 35 minutes from JV. Again, more of a tournament play, though. Slow-mo is back, so it kind of hurts the value. Guys like Bain wins, though. Not completely out of play, but just, like, don't really stand out. Miami, New Orleans, big news. Baller, bam. If they're both, well, first let's talk about Bam. If Bam's out, it's Kelly O, it's Precious Chua. Like them both a lot. Um, they could start Kelly O at the five. They could start Precious Chua at the five. We'll see. Either way, I like them both a lot. If Jimmy Butler's out too, then it's back to Hero, Dragic, Dunn. I know they've kind of been disappointing. Also, another thing. How do you score 80 points against the Atlanta Hawks? 80 points total against one of the worst defenses in the league um yeah so Dragic was the, like the one guy that actually got there um for Miami luckily he was the one I had last slate um again if there's no Jimmy it's those three guys I don't have a super strong take again I've been playing Dragic the last couple of games you know none this flash upside hero's been a little bit up and down hasn't been shooting the ball great recently but the upside is there when hero's getting going he's also a guy that's not afraid to uh shoot the ball so really if there's no jimmy and bam i think you're going to want at least a couple of these miami guys moving on to new orleans zion williamson just continues to get it done 48 49 54 49 46 51 fans points especially now if jimmy butler and bam and a buyer out that's two of the better defenders out zion should be able to feast against the likes of like kelly olenic precious achua so do like zion at the top ingram lonzo bloodso yeah seem priced about right 
the, the center rotation Adams normally will play like 25-ish minutes, but there's been games where they've given more minutes to Hernan Gomez at 4-3. Um, again, they're both more just tournament plays, I think, because of the minutes insecurity. Um, moving on, OKC and the San Antonio Spurs. SGA more at 9K. I mean, I like the matchup, but it just seems a little bit pricey for him. Horford at 6-4, priced about right. He'll play 25 to 30 minutes. Everyone else, nothing really stands out. Like Maladon at 4-9, the minutes will be there for him, but not a super high usage guy. Ty Jerome off the bench at 3-4. He has played, again, that was a blowout where he played 30 minutes. Um, I think you can take a shot in him. He's a little bit of a risk, um, but if we get like 20-ish minutes from him, I think he could get it done at that price. Moving on to the Spurs, Murray, DeRozan. DeRozan's safer, in my opinion, at 8.2K. Um you know, good matchup here. So I think both these guys are viable. Neither stands out as like an amazing play. Um, but like I said, the matchup makes them from make, makes them viable. Now, LaMarcus Aldridge, questionable. If he's out, Jakob Pertl probably plays 30 to 35 minutes. Fair play in the mid-range. Uh, Keldon Johnson is back. That kind of hurts the value. So probably not going to get to anyone else on the Spurs. Sacramento and Portland, this is a game I, I really like. Fox at 8.9K. I love the matchup here. Um, 42, 52, 47, 45 fans points the last uh, four games. I know he's been kind of quiet tonight, but um, I'm fine going back to the wall there on Fox. They have no Hal Burton. The Mets are really secure for Barnes, Bagley, Holmes. I like them all in a good matchup. You know, we're not getting them at amazing prices, but 7-1, 6-7, 6-4. I think they're all pretty solid plays. All of them should play. Like, Holmes, Bagley should play about 30-ish minutes. Barnes push for 40 minutes. Buddy Heald, more the riskier guy, more uh, dependent on scoring. And then Bielitsa, I will mention, has been in the rotation off the bench. I'm curious to see how many minutes he finishes with tonight. He played 22 the last game. I think he, if he could, if he plays close to that again, then you can use him as a punt play. Moving on to Portland, Dame having a really quiet night tonight. Not super worried about it for this late. Fine going right back there uh, in a great matchup against the Sacramento Kings. So would like Dame a good amount at the top. Since Sacramento is big, I think Ennis Cantor plays mid-30s minutes. Again, the game I play him, the one time he actually gets limited, of course. Um, but yeah, like I said, Holmes, Bagley, bigger front court. I think Cantor, as long as he's in the foul trouble, plays 35 minutes. I like him. I like Lillard. Covington's starting to turn it on. Um, he's having a good game tonight. He went for 47 last night. If I had to pick one of the wings, it would be Robert Covington. He's a guy that can stuff the stat sheet. He's starting to be a little more aggressive on the offensive end. Um, all right, let's finish up with Golden State and Phoenix. Steph at the top uh, for tournaments like him. Again, Phoenix actually has been pretty solid defensively. Draymond Green, I always like playing because he has triple-double upside. And if there's no Kelly Oubre, Kent Bazemore is one of the best value plays of the site. He started last game, or started this game, I should say, and was on pace for pretty big minutes. I'm curious to see how many matches he finishes with tonight, but really like Kent Bazemore if there's no Cali Oubre. Uh, and then on the Phoenix side, Booker, Paul Aiton all seem decent plays. Paul's probably the safest of the bunch. Booker probably is the most uptight. Again, Aiton's kind of the wild card. Uh, mid-range guys, no thank you. Bridges, Crowder, Sarge closed last game over DeAndre Aiton. Actually, that's only played 26 minutes. I'm expecting him to play the backup five and play 15-ish minutes. You can use him as a punt play at 3.9K. He's a decent point per minute guy. But that's really it for the team by team breakdown, guys. I think that's going to do it for the video as well. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate it. Please leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos you don't look live. I will be doing a YouTube live stream, probably a shorter one tomorrow, but I will let you guys know. I'm going to gonna most likely try to do a YouTube live stream. So uh, good luck, um, or uh, have a good night, guys, and I will see you all uh, tomorrow in the live stream.